nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Uh, I be the same dude. Used to wake up playing GameCube. Whatever game we playing, man, I can't lose. Can't choose what game system to use. Like saying who better, Ken or Ryu. You love BGs, oh yeah, girl, me too. We can watch anime all day and skip school. Young legend, rap taking to a new level. New medals for young kings who don't settle. In the crib with my big bro playing Nintendo. I will never let go. Gotta keep it red. Got every single color joystick for the six bow. I will never let It's your boy, Earth Mac, the man, scientist, and we are here. This is the Orange Phoenix Morning Show. Now, uh, we got some time today, and things a little bit di- disturbing to me today. And I, I saw something last night, and it, it, it really disturbed my spirit. What's going on, Thanos, Rick? What's up, bro? I'm back. Yeah, in the building. In the building. Proceed, bro. Don't let me interrupt. Go ahead. Uh, I was saying that um, there was something that really disturbed my spirit yesterday, last night. Matter of fact, so I made a decision. I made a decision to watch Monday Night Raw last night. Say what? Yeah, I made a decision to watch Monday Night Raw last night. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I made a decision. I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm going to start with the positives. Sheamus and Drew McIntyre, they, they, they can throw down. They can throw down. I mean, obviously, they, you know, they're friends behind closed doors or whatever the case may be, but... Seamus is a workhorse, man. I, I I can't take nothing from him. Seamus is a workhorse. Now, now, granted, the Seamus Drew McIntyre thing may get a little stale 
very soon because I, you, you know, you've seen them in the ring against each other for uh, quite some time. But they, they do re- real well in the ring. Had no issues with that. Um, shout out to Nikki Ash, ASH, for having a Daphne um, armband on. Uh, those of us, you know, pro wrestling fans, it was kind of like a uh, a bittersweet type of uh, weekend because, you know, we did catch the news that Daphne um, passed away. Uh, it was, you know, it was a tragic, tragic thing. You know, a lot of people in the wrestling world, you know, was talking about it. And uh, Nikki A.S.H., let me rephrase Nikki A.S.H. Uh, put her armband on that says Daph. So shout out to her for that. Yeah. So um, the disturbing thing that I've seen was Reggie is the current 24-7 uh, champion. And they actually had a match, him and Tozawa. And I saw Jeff Hardy out there chase after the 24-7 championship. I, wow. Bro, wow. It trended on, on social media. It the, it literally trended. I mean, Raw trended to like number three. But Jeff Hardy's name trended. And we're like, who booked this crap? Who put I mean, Jeff Hardy chasing after the 24-7 championship? No, I mean, not out here like this. Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin and Jeff Hardy. That I trended mean, more than Raw did. Hold on, so Shelton built Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander, and Jeff Hardy were chasing after the twenty four seven championship. They was chasing after the twenty four seven championship, bro. I Put like this, put like this, put like this. Formerly the Hurt Business, formerly tag team champions, Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin, chasing out. Now, you kind of saw their backs, but obviously you know who they are, right? Because Reggie did a dive on top of all of them because there was more people there, right? But you saw Jeff Hardy walk thrown out. I'm like, wait, 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 is that Jeff Hardy? Why is he running after the 24-7 championship, dog? Now, now later, Drake, Madri- Drake Maverick showed up to no pop at all. I think, honestly, it was piped-in noise that WWE is notorious, notorious for using. If they're, if they're not a reaction with the crowd, they are piping some noise here and there. And Drake Maverick came out, and you got little to no cheers, man. It was like he was, he was with NXT. You remember, they let him go. They, they let Drake Maverick, Drake Maverick go, and then they rehired him in NXT, right? And now he's back on the main roster. But then again, that, that, that whole segment with R-Truth, like, dog, you know, you got bad timing. Go back home to your wife. <laughs> you know, that part was funny, but I, uh, I'm confused. I don't know if WWE is trying to draw sympathy. Like, look, you are booking this man bad. Kind of like, you know, like Daniel Bryan type of deal. And maybe that's what they're trying to do. But they're already doing that with Bianca Belair. So what? what is... You know, I never I never really cared for them making that title. I don't know why the fuck they did it. What you remember who introduced it? idea. You remember Mick Foley was the one who introduced it. So I'm thinking this is I, like a, a lighter never, version of the Hardcore Championship, which that was very entertaining back in the day. You you know. I never, after this man. 
I never agreed with Mick doing that. I thought that was a bad idea. And respect to Mick, because he, you know, he commands that respect. But just because you know these guys are certain are who they are, doesn't mean I have to agree with everything. And I don't. And this is this is a, you know situation where I disagree with Mick Foley. I thought I think this is a bad idea. That championship is dumb, and people are chasing behind it and fighting over it. One guy gets pinned, and five seconds later, he gets pinned for a different guy, and it 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 it's it's really tomfoolery at its finest. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And you have I- Jeff Hardy now. For all the wrestling fans, we all know who the fuck Jeff Hardy is. We all know he is a legend in the business. <laughs> He's a legend. You know what I'm saying? Say what you want. You know, Shelton Benjamin, not maybe not as iconic as a Jeff Hardy. That's debatable, but you know, still a man of respect. Fantastic wrestler, very skilled, talented. Cedric Alexander, a former champion himself in his own right. Hell, I can I can say, hey, he was on the come up. You know, he's destined to be greater than what he is now. So you have these three individuals chasing after this this meaningless title. And for what? When it first came out, it was very, very entertaining to me. And and BC was right. You know, 24-7 is the best thing about it, WWE, no cap. I mean, because you had people getting pinned. Well, BC, oh. that's a fucking shame, B-Seats. <laughs> that's a goddamn know. I think, like, shame. Like, like, in the beginning, like, like people's getting pinned on the plane, in the hotel, because it, it was reminiscent of the twenty the hardcore championship from back in the day with Crash Holly, the headbangers, and everybody trying to pin him. And, I mean, honestly, you did have some main some main roster or main event guys, like, chasing that 24-7 championship. Oh, I'm not 24-7. The hardcore championship. But lately... They have been actually they've been having the title held for an extended period of time. So it may be people chasing them, but they, the title never never really changed hands. It hasn't done that lately. So Reggie has been 24-7 champion for for a little minute now. So he didn't lose the championship. And on top of that, they have an actual match now for that title. Sometimes. And like it was a, like a legitimate match with a referee and everything. So it wasn't. I mean, eventually people show up and try to chase you after the fact, but they let the match go on and then they go on with the other stuff, which I think that's a bad idea. I think the luster that they had with it was people chasing after it. But it's already trending with wrestling fans that if people are viewing this as a demotion for Jeff Hardy and considering what he's done, you know, how many yes, shows he sold as far it as is. WrestleMania is concerned. He's a it former is. WWE heavyweight champion. Yes. He, you know, he's a former tag team champion. Yes. I mean, he left the WWE and still made a name for himself outside of that. And then to yes. come back to the WWE, I, I got it. He made some mistakes along the way and, you know, some personal ones, but who don't, you know, who, who don't, you know what I'm saying? But now I don't know. I don't think this is habit. I don't, I don't know. This is just a one-off and it just needed guys just to come out there. So Reggie can do the dive. Um, that's probably what it is. This is where I have to disagree and respectfully. You know, you and B seats, I hear you guys like yeah, I don't really I don't like it. And to be honest, I never really liked the hardcore title. Like I never really cared for that, even then. But that that's that's just me. That's just me. You know, if you guys like it, cool. But 
I don't really care for all this tomfoolery. I think it's tomfoolery, you know, and, 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 and I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. Tomfoolery. I'm going to be honest with you. And, you know, it, it is a demotion. It, it is a demotion because, I mean, I can see if you had, you know, guys who are still on the come up chase for that title, but not a Jeff Hardy or a Sheldon or a Cedric. I mean, I think they deserve more respect than that. My, you know what personal, that is? my personal opinion, E. You know my what personal is? opinion. <laughs> You know what it is. You know what B seats, B seats. I hear you. It's entertainment, but again, going back to our conversation about wrestling and entertainment, I like a balance, and I like to respect certain wrestlers. Well, you know what? No, I respect all wrestlers, but there's certain there's some wrestlers, B seats, E, that deserve a little bit more respect than others. That's just the way it is. That's how I look at it, and I don't think you know that was right for those guys. If yeah. if that makes sense. That's that's all I'm saying. Entertainment, you know yes, but let's can, can we please cut out the crap and let's get back to wrestling. Well, you know Rick, they're not. <laughs> you know why? Because WWE's demographic is more catered towards kids. WWE's demographic is not AEW's demographic or their main focus, so they're not going to go away from that. Like kids are never going to go away from wrestling. Like they're going to be children, their children's children, their children, children's children. It's not going to go away. So, like, it, it, as long as kids love it, it's going to stay. <laughs> like, it's going to stay. Like, it, I mean, AEW came in with a premise that we say wrestling. We say the word belt. We use all wrestling terminology. We don't disregard wrestling altogether and then be a wrestling company. That it, we, We're not going to do that. Um, We're going to give you everything that you want and more. We're going to give you a spot-heavy match. We're going to give you a classic wrestling match. We're going to give you entertainment. We're going to give you what you have been asking for. But with, with WWE, they have been delivering to the children and they might sprinkle in, you know, some, some cuss words here and there to get that cheap pop. And, and that, then the adults kind of resonate with that to a little, to an extent, but then they kind of like, kill two birds with one stone but i will say that raw is is the is the b show and it has been for like the past year and some change more smackdown is a superior show and this roster is stacked it's stacked more than a year it's 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 been the b show for a while more than that yeah more than that right 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 i mean hell in like bc said nxt nxt and smackdown was holding the holding the road I, I don't know what exactly is going on with Raw, but I mean, there's some key things in Raw that is very positive. There's RK Bro crowd. There's a reaction with that. Um, you, you have, uh, yeah. I mean, of course, Drew, you yeah. might not get a reaction, Raw. They yeah. don't think, but well, RK Bro do have a reaction. They do have a very positive but face. E, and but, honestly, but and truly, e, that's on, probably e. one of the best things that Raw has is but RK e, Bro. But E, come on, I I I I know you to be a Randy Orton fan. Do you think this really helps Randy, given give, given his history and Randy legacy in the business? Just, 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 just hear, hear, me out. Hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. We all know who Randy Orton is. And BCs, feel free to chime in. This is Randy Orton. We know his history. We know it. It's well documented. He's come a long way. He's won titles a bunch of times. This whole yeah, RK yeah, bro yeah. thing, e, I don't really know if this if this was the right move. It to me, it looks a little strange. Okay, so I, I, just, I got I got I got to bust your bubble a little bit. I got to bust your <laughs> bubble. 
And here's why. Randy Orton asked to work with this man. He asked to do it because he liked him. He liked his ring work. He liked his personality. He asked to be with him. He asked He asked for him to be under his wing. Like Riddle. Be with Matt him Riddle, how? He, 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 asked, he asked that because honestly. But be with him really, how? Really, really. Be with him really, how? Like this or in a different yeah, fashion? Yeah, like, like that. That capacity. Like Not like be with him behind closed doors. No, be with him out in the front. He asked for that. Randy Orton has that stroke where if he asks for something, more than likely he's going to get it. And he asked for to work with Riddle to a capacity. He asked for him to work with him in the ring, which he did. And he asked for him like to be with him to to further groom him. Now, honestly, if you really, really pay attention to the people that Riddle be in the ring with, he is the aggressor. Even though he's younger than most guys, he's the aggressor. He forces you to work to his level. Like he does that. Like he forces you to do that. And other like even Bully Ray, Bully Ray even noticed that he said, notice that he's aggressive. Like he's like, listen, you know, I'm not going to, you know, do this and that and the third. I'm going to work to this level and you're going to be at this level. He is Randy Orton ish in his own way because Orton does the same thing, which is why Orton asked to work with Riddle. And Orton asked for that. That is not the WWE's. Hey, you go do this. Randy asked for this. Now, think about this is Randy paying it for I'm not debating that, but I'm just saying, did Randy ask for RK, bro? Yes. That's my question. Yes. So he, he asked did. for RK, bro. He wanted yes. that. Okay. Yes, he wanted to work with Riddle. I mean, no, how no, 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 no. Did he ask for RK, bro? Not yes. to work with him, because that could mean different things now. When you say work with somebody, did he specifically ask for an RK, bro angle? That's what I'm, I'm gonna, asking I, you. I, I'm going to ask you this. <laughs> how, I'm going to ask you this. Riddle's character has always been that character. Okay, that's the that's the character, honestly, that has getting that is getting positive crowd reaction every time he comes out. And the minute he starts talking to Randy Orton and the minute he's, you know, he does his stick and you see Randy's reaction because Randy never really changes his personality. He's still stoic. He's still Randy Orton. That is entertainment for the fans, because honestly and truly, when they did that segment and Randy and Riddle was talking Randy's head off. You can hear the crowd laughing or whatever the case may be, like organic reactions, not piped in noise or whatever the case may be. And you and they work this so well to the point where you don't know if they're going to be together. If Randy going to RKO this man, which he did, you know, before. And the minute he RKO Riddle, the crowd like almost like they wanted to cry in a sense. They was upset. They were like, yo, no, no, put them back together because Randy they even did like a backstage documentary or some shit, like some jazz like that. They are one of the hottest things on Raw right now. And it might not resonate with you, Thanos Rick, but this is something Randy wanted. And to have that mixture of personality, that makes it entertainment. Just like when he was with Edge. Edge is more of an out out type of person than Randy, but rated RKO worked. It worked. You didn't pay attention to all that. You just was entertained by the dialogue between the two. You know, Edge did the 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 um the still photography with Christian. That's what you know Edge to be. But well part of Edge. But then you see him with Randy, which is uncommon. You're like, well this is weird. But you didn't care because it was fun. So at, at that point, RK bro, you don't care because it was fun. Same thing with AEW. Like 
there's some things that AEW do, like one or two things that AEW does that maybe WWE can do the same thing, and WWE is not going to get the same reaction that AEW is getting because AEW makes it fun. Like, like somehow the referees, like the referees get like out of sorts when it comes to a tag team match, and you don't know what the hell is going on, who's the legal man, or whatever the case may be. That shit get thrown out the window because you entertained by all the shit that's going on in the ring and out in the ring. You just want to see who get pinned, and that's it. You don't really pay attention to the rules. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But in Raw, you, you kind of put it, or WWE, you kind of put it on the magnifying glass because they are on they're on a winning streak financially. On the pro wrestling side, they're not so much. So at that point, you're going to like look at it with a magnifying glass and critique it a little bit more heavy than, than AEW. Right now, AEW can do no wrong. They can't. They can't do no wrong. I mean, one homeboy say you can come out there with an invisible mop and they're going to like it. I mean, is that's not what you want? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As a company, you could do anything and it could be entertaining. And, you know, I got off on a tangent. But yes, Randy asked for that. It's not like a punishment or anything like that. See it there? I'm here. I'm here, E. It's just, you know, we we just disagree on stuff, man. And it's cool. It's cool. You know what I'm I mean, saying? What, what would you rather have Randy do? Well, like, Randy is in, a matter of fact, Randy is in the main event well, as well, three rules against Bobby Lashley for the well, WWE Championship well, as of last you know, night. And you know what? That, that's, that, to me, is where Randy belongs. And I right. know I've said my shit about Randy before, but damn it, Randy still looks good. You know what I'm saying? I just I tried to tell you. I, I just tell you. I I just don't like seeing certain wrestlers of a certain caliber because to me it looks strange. Right. Like Randy and Riddle, RK Bro look strange. I, I would rather them see them face each other than to do that that gimmick. But see, that's me. E. That's well, me. That's you. Right. You know what I'm what's saying? the purpose? I mean, I I like I like certain things with my wrestling. Yes, I'm nitpicky. I'm picky. I, I have a certain vision for stuff. You know what I'm saying? E, you're you're cool with other, you know, with things that I'm like, E, you're, you're cool with stuff that I'm not. And that's okay. That's okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I just know for me, I just, when it comes to certain wrestlers of a certain caliber, I just think they deserve to be somewhere else. So that's all the all. greats, the greats that you like. Like, like I can Sean, never. Like Sean, like, like Sean Michaels I can never, and Bret Hart. I could never see a Shawn Michaels and a Riddle do an arcade. That would piss me the fuck off. <laughs> but you, but you like, hold on, hold on. That, that, that's not that, that ain't even right there. Think about that. Think about what you just said. Did we not see Sean and Triple H as DX uh, reunited do in two thousand six? Do don't do that. Scalping tickets. E, e, that's different. The building? E, that's different. And you know it. Uh, don't, no, don't. It, it ain't. Now you trying to be not. slick. Now you trying to no, be real it, slick. E. It ain't. I'm gonna go on my Stephen A. Smith moment. You're being real slick right now, E. You're being real slick. <laughs> how? How, bro? How? How? Okay. The per- okay. If you got a if you got a professional wrestler, and they have layers to them, Triple H has layers. Bret Hart has layers. Shawn Michaels damn sure has layers because he was with the Rockers. He was good with that. Never won a tag team championship. He was the heartbreak kid. He was with DX. He was the 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 born again Christian Shawn Michaels. He did all these things, and somehow all these things worked. Triple H was an aristocrat 
at one point. Then he was in DX at one point. Then he was Triple H at one point. Then he went back to DX at one point. These are all different sides of his character. Why Randy Orton is forced to be just one type. You like, like honestly, you're not really paying attention to what other wrestlers have done already because you've been entertained by all the layers that they they put down. That's a lie. And it might, and it might, it might need, might be strange. That's a first. lie. That's a I'm lie. Just saying. That's a you, lie. You know, gonna damn well, RK Bro is not DX. I don't know why you even compare. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that they are different. E, don't do that. E, but I'm not saying that they're DX. All I'm saying is, but you mentioned it. But you mentioned it. How are they no different? But you did that. E, you you know that. How they no different than DX? Daniel Bryan and Kane. That was a different time. That was a different time period. The culture of wrestling was different. That's not fair. That's not a fair comparison. And Randy, Randy was never like that. Randy's, Randy's was never to me. You can see certain things in people like Sean always had that that type of attitude where it's obvious that a DX was coming. That's obvious. Randy uh-huh. doesn't strike me as the, the kind of person that would would turn to an RK bro. I've never seen that before from Randy. Not the what? evolution, so- Randy. Not the Randy who that, that he he's he's never given me that before. Yeah, he did. He gave it to you when it was rated RKO. Like when he was in the ring with Diaz doing a promo, his facial expressions was not the normal facial expressions that Randy Orton would normally make. He already showed you that years ago. Actually, he did it more years ago than he's doing it now. <sighs> now Randy ain't showing that many facial expressions, but he did it in two thousand six. Well, I don't, when, I don't really remember all this. Maybe I don't know. I don't remember him doing remember. a whole lot of this. I don't exactly. remember. You don't remember. Don't, I don't remember Randy doing a whole lot of this compared to Sean. Right. That's when, he was with, when he was with Rated RKO and Sean, like, uh, Triple H pulled on that picture where Randy was, like, holding, like, like he was naked or some jazz like that. And you saw Randy's face or whatever the case may be. Like, his facial expressions are not the same as it is now because it was a little bit more comedic back then. But he's not being comedic now. What I'm saying is this tag, this strange tag team ain't no- nothing new. You seen Daniel Bryan and Kane. You seen X Pac and Kane. You see the Rock and Sock connection. That was strange as all get out, but it was entertaining. But I've never, fans. but I've never cared for that either, E. And I've told you this. I don't. You never care for I that. Don't like, I, I don't like. I don't like inorganic tag teams. But see, that's me. I don't like inorganic tag teams. I don't like the idea of putting two guys together and calling them a tag team. I never really liked that, E. I, I know. I know that. <laughs> but I'm telling you. I'm, I'm telling you. You might not like that, but the fan base liked that. And honestly, what if they was on AEW? You know what I'm saying? And fans eating it up. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like there's a little unfairness there, just there, because right now RK Bro is the hot one of the hottest things on Raw right now. To split them up will make Raw ten times worse. That it just wouldn't work, honestly. And Randy has been in the main event pitching. For I mean, numerous occasions, and he's going to be in the main event at Extreme Rules. Will he win? I doubt it, but still, yet he's there. You know what I'm saying? Bobby going to retain. I would want, I would like Bobby to retain, but I mean that that that's just what it is at, at that point. You know what I'm saying? It's just entertaining. It's entertaining. So I mean, yeah, I mean it might not resonate totally with me, but I understand it. And understand what Randy's trying to do. Randy's really paying it forward. Like, 
what's the one thing that we always want from the from the veterans is to groom the the uh the younger talent and that's exactly what randy's doing he's like man listen you ain't got to be me be you and rant and matt riddle has always been him himself he never strayed from that and he like do be the best you you can be and hear how you can work the crowd and hear how you can do this and hear how you can do that and here's how you can work in the rain here's how you can slow down and da 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 like this man is getting groomed behind the scenes sometimes when you put tag team together it's not for sometimes it's it's not just for tv sometimes people ask for that because sometimes you may get mentorship by the older guy in the group think about that i mean honestly i think it's unnecessary i don't have to be in the tag team with earth smack the mad scientist for me to get guidance from earth smack the mad scientist well, the best guy that you can get is when you at the ringside talking to someone versus you telling them in the back. You get that every day. You get that every day you in the ring. That's no different for anybody else. But if you working close with that person, traveling with that person, and when that person's in the ring with you, and you may get lost lost somewhere during your match, you got your guy on ringside telling you what you need to do. Slow down, blah, 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 blah. That's different. That is way different than, than going to the back and saying, hey, you did this wrong, you did that wrong, yeah, you did but this wrong, you did that wrong. Yeah, but I don't have to be in a tag team. E, I can have a match with B-Seats, and you can just walk out with me and guide me from there. You don't have to be my tag team partner for you to give me the guidance at ringside. Like no, you, I, you, you don't, but you can't be at ringside. Un, I think you that's unnecessary to, to, to do, E. I, I really do. I think it's – like I hear what you're saying, and I don't disagree – because, I mean, you, that's a good point, E, but I think it's unnecessary. It doesn't make sense to me to do that. Kane and, and, and Daniel Bryan, that didn't make sense to me. But it was damn sure entertaining <laughs> because they did not go to, they did not have therapy segments in the background. Did the crowd didn't, didn't want them to be together because every time Kane or Daniel Bryan was together or they wasn't together, the crowd wanted them to be together. They, they had the crowd by the, in the palm of their hand. Literally, in the palm of their hand, every time they were together, they 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 had lightning in the bottle and they caught it. As Pasa King, same way, rock and sock the kit, rock, rock and sock connection, the same thing. <sighs> they wanted mankind and the rock to work together, even though there was two like two totally different people. Who are these? But people? it was entertaining. It was entertaining as hell. I want to know who these people you're referring to. Who wants this? That's what I want to know. <laughs> the fans want this. So, Ooh, so, so, I need names, numbers, addresses. I need socials. I need to know exactly who is asking for these things, E. So, so, th so Thanos, <laughs> so you mean to tell me you didn't pay attention at all when Daniel Bryan and Kane was together? You didn't pay attention at all to the fan reaction? You didn't yeah. pay attention at all to the Rock and Sock connection? Or whenever there was a Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin on the tag team, which didn't last long, but still yet, you didn't hear you didn't hear that crowd reaction at all. I mean, e, you think I it looked, was dead silent? I, I mean, e, I looked at him, and it wasn't dead silent. You're right, but that's Daniel Bryan, and, and this is Kane. These are fan favorites, but they wanted you know them to be together. Anytime who that, that, that who is they e the okay. fans or, or creative? Who what? what okay. <laughs> the fan base did okay. Okay, what started the no and the yes chance? Whenever Daniel Bryan said no to Kane, the crowd said yes. To Kane. And then that really kind of like organically started that. It started from there. 
at yeah, that point. But, yeah, but that wasn't like, that uh, whole yes but, movement. But, but that, that started, wasn't that started all that. So but that, that's fans. That's not that, that's not creative. No, no, E, but that that wasn't a fan idea to pair them together. That was creative. Kane and Daniel Bryan just made it work. But that was know that. But that wasn't E, I can I can bet money the fans didn't ask for Kane to protect him with Dan. I can <laughs> You don't know that. I can we bet don't know money that. on this E, but Kane and Daniel Bryan made it work. But I do not believe that the fans asked, hey Vince, Hunter, Bruce, uh, Bruce, can you guys please pair Daniel Bryan with Kane? Hold on now. Now you know good well like the fans can't go to the back and say, hey Vince, make this happen. But but, but listening to the fan base. That list in these certain times of listening to them, yes, they put them together. It took creative to do it, but I had to listen to the fan base for them to do it. I mean, you I can't go out, I you go out there and, I and you see two people together and they are over, and you go to different cities and they cheer for you as you are together. I mean, if you are creative, if you the, the right thing to do, we'll do, we'll put them together. Nah, like I mean, that, that would be the right thing to I do because if you have them two in the, in the rain together and you might have a guy say no i don't want to tag with you or whatever the case may be and then the crowd like no 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 put them together da, 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 this and the third listen to the fan base this is one of the things that we want wwe to do e i respectfully disagree i don't think it's what you're making it the same i'm not, just saying not, not in not that way want the WWE not, to listen do again, we not want to do that i don't think the fans asked for that again kane and dan Bryan just they made it work they made because e that could have failed that that, that experiment could have failed you know what i'm saying know. so but it, but it didn't but it didn't but but dan Bryan and kane they're fan favorites so you know what e we're willing to give it a shot because we know who these guys are i don't think kane and, was like a fan and favorite we like him. at that, at that Man, point in time. we've liked kane since he first came out in tombstone undertaker in the cage match when he was fighting Shawn michaels we we loved kane since then of i course didn't we like love kane. well roll with the <laughs> we because i didn't like kane when he did it because that was a heel Kane, and i didn't like kane at that point I'm like oh who is this I, i'm like i wonder who was that well i was curious on who he was because like oh yeah that's undertaker's brother well but as a heel well, came well, he, you, you are the only one you're the only one who i know that didn't like it you're the one I that I know. No, I, I mean, I like the movesets, and I like what he did. I was curious on who he is, and I wanted to see more of him. But I didn't like him as a. I like didn't like him as a heel, as a fan. This is heel Kane. Don't hurt my boy Undertaker. That, that's what I mean. That, that's worked. what I mean. Now, I, I'm talking worked. from a fan perspective in that in that situation. But it and worked, then it, and it worked when it was tag team. Because guess what, E? We love heels too. We may hate them and talk shit, but we love them to have them around. And we love them as the brothers <laughs> of destruction. And it was no rhyme or reason why they was together, but we liked it. Who, Kane and Taker? Yeah. Yeah, because it made sense. They played the brother angle. That made sense. I got that. that. But Kane and Daniel Bryan, e, that didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. So, wait, so wait, let, me, let me get this straight. So if you are creative and Randy walks up to you and say, hey, I want to work with Randy. I want to. I mean, I want to work with Matt Riddle. I want to tag with him. Are you going to tell him no? Yes. You're not listening to you're not listening to your wrestlers. They were doing exactly what WWE that we that we don't like WWE doing, listening to their talent. I I will sit down with Randy and Matt Riddle and I will discuss alternatives. I'm not going to completely shun them away. E, see, I'm see, listen, me as a creative, would you have? No, 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 no. Me personally, as a creative, I will have a meeting with Randy and Riddle. I'm like, Uh hey guys, I know you guys want to work together, but let's figure out some other angles. I don't know exactly what those are. I'll have to bounce ideas off of them. Maybe get Vince in the room. Maybe get some other Triple H, Sean. But wait, wait, as a tag team, I mean, that's a bad idea altogether. If you're gonna have Vince in that room, because Vince gonna say, 
Um, well, Vince said it goes. So you well, don't want to go that still, route. Well, well, Vince still has to approve it. At the end of the day, Vince is still the the, the last guy standing. Yeah, Vince as, has to prove it. You know what Vince going to say? Knowing, knowing Vince, the way, I, the way I think I do, he going to say put them together. E, e, you ask me a question, I'm answering it. All I'm saying is I'll have the guys in the room. Let's talk uh-huh. this out. Let's figure out something else. A tag team wouldn't work for me. But for let's I. figure out something else that – that can work with the fans as well as get Matt over and we can still keep Randy looking strong out here in these streets. That would be my response to you, to your question. E. But well, my answer is no tag team. My answer is no. Okay. So <laughs> Randy Orton, no matter what he does, will always and consistently be relevant period. He always going to be no matter what he does. He already solidified his legacy. He's already up there with, but with Undertaker. But he's already still, up there with, Spina. but I still have to keep Randy out of some bullshit because out of respect of what you just said, E, of what Randy's done, I still can't put Randy in no bullshit ass matches that don't make any sense. I still have to respect Randy as a wrestler, his legacy. So me as creative, I'm gonna still keep Randy somewhere looking strong and good to go. I don't storyline wise. I mean, where else would you put it? So I would have to protect that. But see, that's me. I'm not the kind of guy on creative that's gonna put people together on some bullshit. That's me though, E. That's me. I'm not going to put Sean in bullshit. I won't put Brett in bullshit. I'm not going to put Taker in bullshit or Kane or Daniel Bryan. I'm not I'm not doing that. E. I'm going to give them meaningful storylines that make sense to who they are, their legacy and what they've done for the business. But see, so what? So what? <laughs> OK, and, so I, I get and, it. And I'm still keep it entertaining. I'm not going to the RK bro. I wouldn't that. No, no. <laughs> okay, so now what would you do with Matt Riddle? Would you take a character that is already over with the crowd and change it? Because that's the only way that, in my mind, I'm knowing how you think, you're going to have them together, but you're I, not going to have RK, bro. You're going to probably I, have Riddle change his personality versus Randy. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that, E. I would love to see them wrestle each other. I think that would be a fantastic match. You already done that several times already. Well, I want to keep saying it again. <laughs> you know what I'm well, saying? Are, like, like right. I, are they do, already not doing that with Sheamus and Drew? They, they they wrestle for the 300 time. Like you can't you can have them in dark matches or whatever the case may be, but and you can have them wrestle each other against each other, and and that's cool, and and, and I get it. But eventually that match will get stale, and eventually you're not going to get no crowd reactions. Now what you going to do? And Randy want to steal what Matt Riddle. So so your response is to tag him up. That's if your, that's what he. That's, that's what you would do. The no, 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 no. I'm asking you, E. Is that what? Is that what you would have them do? You? Yeah, if that's what he wanted. The whole okay. premise of the, the whole complaint about WWE is that they don't listen to their performers who know their character better than them. Is okay. them? They know okay. better than me. They know better than the creative because okay. we already say creative do do dumb shit, and you know for the most part. Other than a select few people like Randy, Cena, Undertaker, Austin, Rock, they got uh, uh, Roman Reigns. They got a little bit more leeway with creative. They can they can tweak their storylines or not storylines, but they can tweak their character the way they want to. And they got a little bit more free reign versus everybody else. Everybody else like, hey, here's this piece of paper. You go do what you got to do. Wait a minute. I don't really like this line. Well, this is what you got. Go work with it. You know what I'm saying? So there's that. If that's that's our whole complaint, though, because there's some storylines that's just straight trash. We know this, but if you got to perform themselves, asking 
for this, which is what AEW is doing, like 100%, then why not listen to your performers? No matter if you disagree with it or not, you're doing what they're asking for. They re-signed with you where they could have went somewhere else. And legacy or not, they can rebuild a legacy somewhere else too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that, that's what I'm trying to get at. That's what I'm trying to trying to get through. Like I, I get what you're saying though. Like you don't like that, that, that silliness and it's strange. And I admit it, it is kind of strange. I get you. I'm with you. But if that's what the if that what the performers want, give them what they want. So let me ask you this. When WCW was going strong, did all those wrestlers ask to be a part of the NWO? Uh some did. I'm not sure who, because I mean, originally Sting was supposed to be the leader of the NWO, and Sting said no. So let me ask you this: Did that Hogan shit was work? second option. So, so did that shit work when damn near half the company joined the NWO? Was that the wrestlers wanting that, or was that was that creative? They are more or less creative. A little bit of both. That was a little so, bit of both. So, if the wrestlers would have came to me and said, "Well, hey, we all want to join NWO," e, I would have said no because that shit would have been fucking stupid. And guess what? It was stupid. Them they were all NWO. And then it was, you know, the Wolf Pack. And then it was all this other shit. Everybody was NWO. E, it got out of control. Yeah, sometimes, I agree. It, sometimes, it, it got... e, sometimes, E, we can't let wrestlers dictate everything because the shit can get out of control. <laughs> 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 hey, man. I, and I get it. I get it. I, I agree with you on that notion for that. I, I get that. But honestly, this ain't then. This is now. And these wrestlers are, are very smart and very cunning. And there's no big factions like that. And honestly, you as your as a character, whether you want championships or not, or whatever the case may be, if you want to do something to see if you can get over as this character, then let the wrestlers do it. That, that will AEW do. I don't think they have 100% creative control. They got somewhere, hey, I kind of want my character to do this or whatever. And and also, there's nobody selfish in the AEW. Nobody selfish. I mean, everybody has fun in the back. Honestly, everybody does. He, and he, he, saying uh, how long that's gonna last? I don't care how long it's gonna last. It's lasting now. He, so he, as long as it makes sense, I get that's, it. As long as it makes that's sense. The whole thing I've been screaming for forever on this show. As long. And some as people can't resonate sense. with Orange Cassidy, but he's super over with the crowd. Some people can't resonate, you know, with HFO, but they resonate with the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's the same thing, but different companies. It's certain certain things AEW does that's is a certain character like that can work in WWE. Like Jade Cargo, she she's like what Max said uh, yesterday. She has a WWE look. She does. Like no no question about that. But she's in AEW. As long as it makes sense. All I'm I get it is. These wrestlers, yay, it may be a different time or whatever the case may be, but I I think and I believe these wrestlers, they wanted the same shit that wrestlers wanted back then. And that's to be in the spotlight, to shine, to get their just due, to be champions. They, they all want the same thing, E. I mean, well, Randy Orton has, has said this. He's like, man, I'd have done everything. Well, I no, have been, well, I've well, been I'm, a champion. Well, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying, wrestlers, I think. Regardless of back then or now, they still want the same thing, E. All I'm saying is, as a creative, you know, I still have to protect their interests. I have to do that on top of listening, you know, to the fans and what they want. It's really complicated to do all these things at once. Yes, the wrestlers may want this. BCs wants this guy. E wants this guy. Max wants this title. You know, Top Gun wants to tag team with this guy. I hear you. 
But I also have to listen to the fans because they may not want that shit. Then I got to listen to Vince. Vince may not want that shit. Jim mm-hmm. Cornette, Jim Ross, you know, they may not want it. So it's it's complicated. All I'm saying yeah. is let's have a sit down. Let's talk and let's see what we can do, because this may not work or it may work. I'm, I'm not, all I'm saying is let's not jump the gun just yet. What AEW doing is great. It's fantastic. All I'm saying is I don't want them to fall into the same trap that WCW did. Now, I'm pretty sure they won't um, because they've learned from that. But I'm just saying I see certain elements that don't really hit me well. You know, it, it, it looks familiar to me. You know what I'm saying? And some of them things didn't work then. It probably won't work now. All I'm saying is let's just be smart. I hear you. I hear you. Guys want certain things. I get it. I'm not shutting the door on you, E. I'm just saying, let's have a sit down. Let's talk. Let's come to some type of common ground. That's all. That's right. all. There's only, only two people that really matter <laughs> and when, you, when you list those names. Two people. Fans and Vince. And that's it. That's it. Because the performers are out there with the fans. Not creative. And not Vince. So the... So, the, I mean, as a performer, yeah. I mean, yeah. Everybody wants to be at the top at some point in time in their career. They, that you know, that's that's the goal. You know, you know what I'm saying. And on screen, we might see, oh yeah, it's like WCW. It ain't by no stretch of the imagination. Tony Khan, every single show comes out before and after the show, address the crowd, and he's like a kid in the candy store, and he gives a media scrum for each wrestler as far as their appearances or whatever the case may be. They have fun. They got vlogs. They can do Twitch streams. They can do whatever they want. They can wrestle with other promotions. They can do all those things. WCW had had something with with Japan way back when, but this ain't WCW. Like in no stretch of the imagination, it just they're just doing it better, and they have veterans back there. You know, they got young talent, and they and they listen like. You know, with wrestling shows or wrestling uh, radio shows or whatever, they listen to like veterans talk on what they could do, what they can change, or whatever. You notice Kenny Omega slowed down in his wrestling. You notice Young Bucks slow down a little bit. You know, you, you notice all that because they they, they listen. They, they they welcome critiques. They don't welcome haters, but they welcome critiques, and that's the difference. And they get they already opened the forbidden door. They already working with other promotions. You know, WCW Board of Directors wasn't allowing that shit. They wanted to work with WWE. Like, yo, Vince, come talk to me. How about me and you get in a match together? I.e. Eric Bischoff. Never happened. DX is at the front gate. Open the gate. Nah, don't open the gate. What? <laughs> Why? Why not? You know what I'm saying? But I, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Being world champion, right, BCs, being world champion. But yo, we got we got off the reservation, <laughs> right off the reservation. <laughs> because changes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> but man, yo, so we got some news out here for uh for some Marvel, right? So Oscar Isaac says Marvel's Moon Knight will be a groundbreaking show. Now, um, Oscar Isaac touting, touted his upcoming Disney Plus Marvel series Moon Knight as groundbreaking. Isaac will star as Mark Spector, a former mer- mercenary who is left for dead during a mission gone wrong. 
Spader is then given a second chance at life from the Egyptian moon god Khonshu, who imbues, imbues uh, Mark with superpower abilities, sometimes referred to as a Marvel's answer to Batman. Moon Knight is an adventure for the innocent, and he often takes on different aliases and comics to hide his identity. Little is known about Isaac's iteration of the character as Marvel has remained tight-lipped about what it has in store for the upcoming series. Now, Ethan Hawke will star as Moon Knight's villain, while May uh, Kalamawe is also set to appear in an undisclosed role. Now, rumors also surface that Gaspar Lille will be playing Midnight Man, a minor villain that faces off against Moon Knight in the comics. Similarly, photos of Mark Ruffalo with Isaac stoke speculation that Hulk could be appearing in Moon Knight. Now, the series does not have a release date, but it's said to debut sometime in 2022. And uh, Moon Knight will have six 40 to 50 minute long episodes. What you think? I think out of all of the Disney Plus shows, Moon Knight might be my one or my two most waited on show. I re- I'm, I'm waiting on this one. I'm really waiting on this one to come out. I, I agree because um, it's curious. Not a lot of people know about Moon Knight. They know that, that, that's sparking exactly. my ideas. Exactly. That might spark some changes. Oh, I, I think Moon Knight's going to be a game changer. I think because they, you know, the, the actor, you know, Isaac, uh, Oscar Isaac, right? That's his name. Yeah, yeah, Oscar Isaac. He's a fantastic actor. Like he, no he's, he's really good. You know, so from you know Star Wars, he's great in that. He was great in X Men Apocalypse. Um, you know, he he's had some. He's a fantastic actor. So him playing this role that no one's not really sure about. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully Marvel will keep the grittiness. They'll keep the the dark elements to it. I'm pretty sure they will. Um, but it it this one might be a game changer. Like, 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 honestly, honestly, Moon Knight should be a feature film, and not a, <laughs> if we're being honest with you, this should right. be a feature film and not a Disney Plus show. I'm gonna tell you this, Thanos Rick. I just had an idea, man. So, to the listeners, I mean, we do have special shows, right? So, um, I feel like for the first episode of Comic Classifieds, which will be like an evening show, we should cover Moon Knight because not a lot of people know about Moon Knight, and we can give you the classified files of Moon Knight to get you ready to know and understand the character of Moon Knight. What you think about that, Thanos Rick? That will spark my interest because, you know, not a lot of people know about this guy. When does the show come out? Uh, it did say 2022, but it don't have a definitive date. Okay. Okay. But we can at least talk about Moon Knight and just talk about his story and just do our research on him and stuff like that. So I think we could do the comic classifieds and okay. and give the people what they want. Well, we'll 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 talk offline, and um, of course, we'll choose a date, and then the listeners will we will inform you of when to expect that. So you said twenty twenty two. I I don't want to do it too soon because I don't want people to forget. I want to keep it fresh in their minds, and then boom, it comes out on Disney Plus. So you know they'll be ready. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, now, I mean, we could do it twice. Like we do a revisit, like close to the show. We could do one. Like after, because it's like Moon Knight news is sprinkling more and more lately. Right, right, right. right. Well, yeah, we'll definitely talk offline. I'll listen to just be on the lookout for some comic classifiers. All right. It may be Moon Knight. It may be a different Marvel, DC or image 
or Dark Horse character, but we definitely gonna knock out some some of these comic book characters and and get them out the way. You know what I mean? So, um, now in other news, now you 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 sent me something, you know, off air about uh, uh Simo Lu. <laughs> now I haven't seen Shang Chi yet. I will though this weekend. Me and Queen are actually gonna go see that uh good. this weekend when I, when I'm uh, up there. Good, good. And, so what's the trolling all about, Thanos Rick? What, what's that all about? First and foremost, to the listeners who haven't seen Shang-Chi yet, please go see Shang-Chi. It is a beautiful movie. I didn't expect that much greatness in this movie. I didn't. I didn't. But it is mm. a beautiful, fantastic, well-written movie. Oh. Somewhat tearjerker. It's emotional. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, you know, but it's, it's definitely worth the money and please watch it in IMAX or whatever high definition your theater near you has because standard viewing won't do it any justice. It won't. Yeah. So it won't. please go see, go see Shang-Chi. But yes, people were already hating on this movie and that's from regular fans to even Disney executives calling this movie an experiment because no one really know how an all Asian starred cast would land with the viewers you know within the mcu mm-hmm. so now you have your answer what was it a 90 million dollar opening weekend on labor yes, day broke, yes, a new, broke a new record you know what i'm saying i mean star studded cast great story people were already shitting on it i guess i don't know maybe because they were asian or maybe because the idea of martial arts within the mcu wouldn't hold up well who knows who knows? I mean, I don't blame you because we've all seen Iron Fist. The shit was trash on Netflix. So I get it. I get it. I get it. It was, it was definitely like the, the lesser of the of the Netflix series, but you know, I, get I digress. It. Mar- martial arts within the MCU might not have landed well. I get it. But mm-hmm. this is totally different. <laughs> this one, and, and you know, um, what's my, my man's name? I don't want to butcher his name. I don't want to butcher it. What, Simulu? 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 Yeah, so, yeah. you know, he he tweeted, you know, all of the, um, I guess, YouTube um, videos or I guess the avatars or whatever showing how this video said flop or this video said, you know, a disaster or box office disaster. He kind of summarized it in like a screenshot of, of all that negativity and he put an LOL in the middle of it and tweeted it out. You know, you know, you know what? I don't blame him. I mean, I'm like, come on, bro. You know, I'm the lead star in this groundbreaking film. You know, Asian led cast, you know, my people in here, you know, we we made a fantastic movie and you're shitting on it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't blame him for doing that. It was well. Money talks. Money talks. Money talks. And it's a fantastic movie. It's a fantastic movie. So I don't blame him for trolling the haters because that, you know, and even the, the 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 Disney executives calling it an experiment. We're not really sure how it's going to, you know what I'm saying? No. And that was fucked up. Why would you trash your own product? Why would you down talk your own product? Why would you do that? You should be fired. Whoever said that shit, you should be fired. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Immediately. Because that was whack. Why would you do that? So, you know, he he's saying, hey, haters, you know, this movie did well. It's going to do fantastic. 
There will be a Shang-Chi too. I'm going to be in the new Avengers. You know what I'm saying? Me and my people. And we're going to make it, you know what I'm saying? We're going to make history. So, you know. I've heard nothing but good things from Shang-Chi. Every person that that I've friends with went to go see it. And it was like, oh, shit. This this might be the best movie of the best Marvel movie of the year. I mean, Spider Man didn't come out yet, but still yet though. This 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 movie delivered, right? I can't wait to see it. Like it's, later on this weekend, I, I can't. It's, um, it's tough, E. And knowing you the way I know you, E, you will fall in love with it. You will see. I already know. See, 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 see Thanos Rick knows me, right? You know what? <laughs> All right, put a back, put Moon Knight on the back burner, right? Because uh, BC's actually brought it to my attention. He's like, who is Shang Chi? You know, I don't even know about Shang Chi. Like, never heard of it. I feel like we should do a comic classified on Shang Chi as, as the first, and just give a little backdrop because only people know is the movies for the most part, right? And you know, there's some comic book guys. There's, you know, there's a lot of comic book guys that know about Shang Chi, but Shang Chi was never like at the forefront. No, but no. we're gonna bring that to light. We're just I gonna mean, pick a date for comic classifiers, and we're gonna talk about Shang Chi and and his backstory. I mean, Iron Fist. I guess you can say Iron Fist is more well known than Shang Chi, and of course, yeah. already, you know, as I said, before, I they already had the the Netflix show, um, which was which was a disaster, but. Hopefully, with Shang-Chi, they can reintroduce Iron Fist, which they they kind of did mention it. I don't want to ruin it, but they did mention there is an Iron Fist connection in Shang-Chi. And okay. he, he, I'm, I'm pretty sure you'll see it. You, you'll catch on to it. Well, I've seen some screenshots. I've seen references to Dragon Ball Z. I've seen a reference to Naruto. Yes, that all, um, all of that. All of that. Yeah. And Aquafina is hilarious. She's hilarious in the movie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I mean, it, it, you, you get the emotion, you get great martial arts, you get a great story, you know, mm-hmm. like it's, it's really a very well written, well told origin story. It was very well done. I, I was impressed. I was really okay. impressed. So, I'm with that. I'm with that. And like I said, I cannot wait to see it. And it's gross. It's high grossing. And on top of that, it's not on Disney Plus. So you had to go to the movie theater to go see yes. it. Yes. You and, know what I'm saying? And this this was probably the best idea. So I'm pretty sure the execs are probably kicking themselves in the foot for that Black Widow fiasco. Dumbasses. You know what I'm saying? But hey, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. You know. Maybe Black Widow should have been released in theaters. Maybe. Probably should have been. You know what I'm saying? I would have been cool either way. But, you know, certain things, you know, I do agree with you. Certain things, you have to, you have to see it in the theater in yeah, order to get that. To. You know what I'm saying? It's, and Shang-Chi works, man. And there, there's one particular scene in the movie, like near the end. I'm like, okay, he's, he's going to love this scene. He's, he's going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna love he, he's gonna freak the <laughs> man I, I can't wait bro i can't wait I, I i honestly i cannot wait man and and now just the fyi to the listeners right this is the last show of the week you know i'm gonna be away for the weekend and you oh, know, back to greece go back to greece you and queen yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna slide back to greece okay. I, I guess okay yeah, head back to Greece. You rich bastard, but it's all right. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god, man! 
<laughs> why? Just <laughs> why? Man, oh, now, um, Mortal Kombat Battle of the Realms is did out. Did you buy that? Yes, I did. How was it? Oh, my gosh, a masterpiece. Okay. It's masterful. Okay, okay. You, I, you've seen Scorpion's Revenge, right? I, I saw it. I, I was contemplating buying it because I, I saw it on my iTunes. I can buy it, but I was contemplating buying it because I think it's like 20 bucks on iTunes. So Yeah, it's worth the 20. It, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's worth the 20, man. I, I, it's like, I mean, did you like Scorpion's Revenge? Let me, let me put did. that out there. I did. I liked it. I liked it. Okay. Okay. Liked so better than that this, shit, that live action bullshit, but whatever. I digress. <laughs> now, Battle of the Rims, I, I will say, is on, is on the same level of goriness, if not more, than Scorpion's Revenge. Somebody okay. got literally ripped in half. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> you know? I mean, literally. With bare hands ripped in half. And I and, and it wasn't one-sided, and I, and I liked it. I'm not going to spoil it or anything like that, but this, this, this new movie here, um, I feel like with the amount of carnage that was going on, I feel like it should have been a little longer. They should have extended the fights a little bit. But I understand budget and all that, so which make which makes sense. But yes, it, it's definitely worth the watch. It's definitely worth the watch. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> the new episode of Marvel's What If is tomorrow, so you might want to check that out. And uh, now last week's episode was a doozy, you know, especially with Doctor Strange. And this one was a, a little interesting because the watcher actually acknowledged Doctor Strange, like he actually talked to him. Okay. And like this one was a little different, and it, this might be a little precursor to uh, multiverse of mad, you know, a madness with Spider Man. We'll see, we'll see, we, we we'll see. But <clears throat> the last Man, bit of news here. Oh, go ahead. This multiverse, that strange movie, better be the best shit since sliced bread. Man, all he wanted to do was fix his hands. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm just saying, as as many connections as that movie has, from Loki to. That movie better be as good as it's advertised. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it, it will be. It's Dr. Strange for crying out loud. It, it will be. It will be. I mean, there, want, there's no doubt about it. Listen, I want to see cameos. I want to see the X-Men. I want to see everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw everything out there. Just throw I everything out there. Galactus, Silver Surfer. I want to see all, you know, Squirrel Girl. Hell, even the Wonder Twins. Fuck it. Call the Wonder Twins over from Warner Brothers. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I want to see them too. <laughs> wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Every time every single time, man, it always comes down to one thing. The Wonder Twins. Every single time. The movie's every coming. single time. The movie's coming. Watch. The movie's coming. It's coming. If you if you miss the Super Twins, I mean the Wonder Twins, you go watch <laughs> Super Friends. You know, on Wonder Brothers. Just just go do that. <laughs> just go just go watch Super Friends. <laughs> oh my God. Man. Uh, now this is a little bit of nostalgia here, man. And this this is one of the uh, I want to say a reboot, but a continuation. This might be something that works well because this will be on Disney Plus, if I'm not mistaken. And this is Doogie Kami Kami Aloha MD as nostalgia with a twist of Disney Plus re- repertoire when it premieres on tomorrow. It premieres on September 8th, inspired by a classic Doogie Howser series. The new show reinvents the Teen Doctor turn turns the role initiated by Neil Patrick Harris into one played by Andy Max, Peyton Elizabeth Lee. 
Lahela Doogie Kamialoha must struggle her new career as a doctor with the teenage concerns like finding a date for school for the school dance. Lahela's teen angst is only further exacerbated by her mother, Claire. Uh, I am not okay with this, doubling as her boss as the hop at the hospital. She is exceptional in many ways, but she still seems to be treated as a regular teenager when it comes to her friends and family. The heartwarming uh, dynamic between characters plays out against the backdrop of a vibrant Hawaii and the daily life of Islanders. Now, Lee spoke to Screen Rant about tackling Leheha's uh, unique problems, filming on location and exploring her family relationships. Now, According to Screen Rant, he said, on one hand, I think it would be hard to relate to a 16-year-old doctor. On the other hand, I think not many 17-year-olds are starring in shows about 16-year-old doctors. What is your way to Lahila and making her relatable? Now, uh, now, according to Peyton, it says that, yeah, I think that is something that I loved about the show from the very first time I read the script for, for the pilot. Courtney Kang, our creator, does his incredible job of portraying this teenage doctor's life in a way that feels very universally relatable. You don't have to be a teenage doctor. You don't have to be a gra- you don't have to graduate high school at the age of seven or whatever to connect with Lahela and connect with the show. Now, on top of the very general teenage themes that connect Lahela to every other teenager, I think I have a very unique experience to bring to the show by being an actor and having that double life of being a young person who has teenage friends and goes to high school parties. And then also having the other side of that coin. Be that I wake up and go to work and that work environment is very adult dominated. You have these adult responsibilities and expectations that are put on you and you're treated like an adult. Now, it can be very confusing to bounce back and forth between those two worlds and find yourself through that process. And I think my experience with dealing with that and navigating that really lends itself well in the Halo story of being a teenage doctor. What do you think about that? Thanos, Rick. You know, I remember the original Doogie Hauser from back in the day. And the idea of a genius child, whether it be doctor or rocket scientist or whatever, you know, me personally, I couldn't relate to that because right. I'm not a genius doctor or rocket science scientist. So, mm-hmm. but I know back then the show was a hit. People loved it um, for whatever reason. I mean, I, I, hey, whatever. I mean, it's all good. But I don't think the show back then was meant for, for it to be relatable to kids then. I just, I, just, I just think back then shows were being made just to make them. You right. know, a lot of shows... To me, and you may disagree, BC, you know, whomever, I think to me, a lot of shows back then, again, they were, they were being made just to make them. And there really wasn't much thought into, well, does this make sense or is this relatable? Will this, you know, they're just making shows. You know, I think these days there is a strong emphasis on, you know, representation, mm-hmm. shows being relatable, you know, us loving the characters deeply strong storylines i think all this is kind of factored in to shows being made today back then maybe not so much but today i think that's true so i mean i don't know how many genius genius kids are out there i mean 
Have there ever been any kids who graduated high school that's eight, nine? I mean, I don't know. Well, I, I, I think with this one, <laughs> she's still in high school. I think Doogie was still in high school too. I think okay. they, they, it's just that um, they were just good at what they they do, but they were still they're still in high school at this point. So the teenage part of it that that's going to be relatable. Now, as far as a doctor, because I mean that can be inspiring. Like, dang, I'm a, I might want to be a doctor. You know, that might be pretty cool to okay, do. Definitely, definitely, you know definitely. what I'm saying? That's so a, that's there, there's that. Oh, Sheldon, like Sheldon, you know, uh, the Big Bang Theory, which is right. yeah. a, a really good show. I, I love that uh, show. And yeah, and I do agree with you. I feel like sometimes in the '90s they were throwing stuff together, and see and see which sticks. And fortunately, most of it did stick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, was it Secret Life of Alice Mack? You had Doogie Howser. Um, they even put out Rescue 911. Well, I mean, you know. Great- what I'm Great shows, E. Great, great shows. I just think, you know, when we were kids, E, I'm pretty sure we weren't thinking, hey, I'm not like this kid. You know what I'm saying? Why should I watch this show? I mean, we watched it just to watch because it was entertaining. These days, you know, kids are, people are different now, E, you know, so kids may look for stuff like that. I mean, E, I don't know. I don't know. I just know things back then were different. I'm not saying the show can't work. I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will bring in older viewers older fans from back then you may even see some guest appearances on the show hopefully you know? neil patrick harris Ex- exactly exactly that that'll be dope you Luke know house himself yeah i mean i i think i think it can work i think it you know it can work how i don't that remains to be seen i don't yes, know sir. if people will latch on to it like they did before i don't know i don't really know we have to see how the numbers do you know but yeah I mean, do I see myself watching it? E, probably not. I'm going to be honest with you. I'll, I may check out the first episode or two, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, probably not. Just give it, a, give it a little chance here. Just give it a little chance. You know, you know what I'm saying? Just uh, first episode tomorrow. It's tomorrow, you know? So you got uh, Marvel's What If, and you got the new uh, Dookie Hauser. You, you have that. So, you know, I, I, I'll say check it out and see if you, know, you like it or not. And and, and go and go there. Um, well, I, mean, I tried to watch the, the 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 Mighty Duck show on Disney Plus. E, I couldn't do it. I loved it, man. Especially close to the end of it, I loved it. Like I I was hooked on that shit. Like I I would say probably it took like maybe the second third episode because honestly, you had um, it, it's understandable because when you watch the Mighty Ducks movie you understand why the Ducks went the way they went. Right. And it because Bombay left right. and went to do other things and the Ducks just went to, sh- well, they didn't go to shit. They, they, they went, <laughs> they went to uh, prosperity and popularity, but their personalities went to shit. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everything else went to shit. The, the, the stuff that Bombay was, was building within the Ducks organization went to shit. But yeah. professionally, they was great. You know what I'm saying? They they got multiple championships. But at that, that part is understandable. And then what happened at the end of it, that, you know, now it really brings it all together. It really does. I, I would encourage you to, to finish it out because by the end of it, it's going to all make sense. I hear you. It's going to all I make sense. You. But it, it was good, man. I, hey, man, listen, uh, I think Queen told me about it. She said, man, it was good. And it, 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 I did catch those vibes though, man. I, I catch those mighty ducks vibes. It, it, it was dope. 
it was a dope thing to see. Okay. But um. Okay. But I mean, you know, Do- Doogie Howser, this new one, this this honestly can be uh very very successful. You know what I missed though? Random thought. I missed like the Disney original movies, man. I used to watch Brink. Oh, Johnny man. Tsunami. That's my oh, shit. Man. That's oh, my shit. Oh man, don't don't even mention that. E. Don't mention that. Don't mention that. What? Those those late nineties, early two thousands. Oh, that was that was a good time. Yeah, well, it was, it was a time to be alive, man. It was a time to be alive. And you know what movie I cannot find, and I, I want to find it. Summertime Switch. I can't find that. Summertime Switch. Yeah, it was Jason Weaver and um, um I forgot his name. He plays Sean Hunter. You know, in, in Boy V World, him, Sean. Basically, they switched. So Weaver ended up going to the wrong camp. And Sean ended up going to this other camp. So basically, um, Jason Weaver's character went to like this preppy type summer camp. And Sean ended up going to, lack of a better term, like a more hood type camp. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And they had a basketball tournament against each other. And they realized they, they accidentally switched places. But because of them going to different, different camps, they became better people. And they met the girls that they, they wanted to meet. Kind of like class act in a way, but a kid version of it. I've never heard of this movie. Summertime, Summertime Switch. I, I, I guarantee you. It, I, I guarantee you, Thanos Rick, you have seen this movie before, but just don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee it. I guarantee it. <laughs> you're gonna t- when you when you look it up, you're gonna be like, damn, E, I do remember this movie. <laughs> I was like, I told you, I told you. What year did it come out? Do you know? Ninety, got to be ninety three, ninety four. Oh hell, okay, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I got to hit the Googles, man. I, I got to oh, hit the Googles and, and and just see because I want to say the name of the movie is Summertime Switch because it, it resonated. I, I I watched that movie several times. Summertime Switch, okay. Okay. Summertime switch. And where can 19... you watch it? You is it's not streaming anywhere? You can't you can't stream it? I was right. 1994. Uh it was Ryder Strong, Jason Reaver, uh Teresa Genzel, Richard Mole, Soleo Moon, Fry, Barry Williams. Um holy shit, it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube, the full movie. I think the full movie's on YouTube. It says Summertime Switch, 1994, full movie. One hour, 29 minutes, 52 seconds. Okay. Well, I already know what I'm adding to my playlist there. Okay. Summertime Switch. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's Summertime Switch. It's on YouTube. Who knew? I found Surf Ninjas on uh, <laughs> on YouTube, by the way, but that's how yeah, I was able right. to find it. Here that. it is. I'm on it. Yep, yeah, here it is. Summertime Switch. One hour. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm telling you, it's going to it's gonna be like Wait, I've seen this before. I've seen this before. But yeah, like the, the Disney original movies, man. I, again, Brink, Johnny Tsunami is probably like my favorite ones. Probably my favorite ones. And oh, and to the listeners out there, don't don't panic. You have Disney Plus. You can watch all these movies, all the Disney original films. I think like Xenon. Uh, there was a John, Johnny Coppola. There was that. Um, um Alley Cat Strike. I like that yeah. one. Hey, yeah, I like that one too. Alley Cat Strike. Um, um Luck of the Irish. That was good. Yep. Um, Wendy Wu and Homecoming Warrior. Now yep, yep. 
honestly a show I wouldn't really watch normally, but you know, it has good martial arts in it. Story's not bad. So Wendy Wu was dope. Yeah, I think Sky High was also part of that original too. Sky well actually no, Sky High. I think that one came out in theaters though. Did it? I think, I think that one came out in theaters. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Because that because that one had um what's my man? Um not Russell Crowe. Um Russell uh what's my man? Played the dad. Um shit. <laughs> Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I think that was that was in theaters. Okay. And um Up Up and Way. I love that one. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Hey, Disney threw out some gems, man. They threw out some gems. And it kind of kept you vested, man. I, I miss I kind of miss the Disney Channel like from back in the day. I, I really did. I mean, even though they kind of edit some things or whatever the case may be, you know, they grab rights to X-Men and all that other stuff, but whatever. Bro, they don't have Jet Jackson. They don't, they don't have, have the, they don't have the Jet Jackson show, show on Disney Plus. Bro, okay, and now listeners. I, I have no idea because I bought the movie actually on iTunes. I had the Jet Jackson movie on iTunes. Yeah. For, for, for whatever reason, Disney doesn't have the Jet Jackson. That's their property. But it's and not. Maybe they're on, waiting. Maybe they're waiting on it. They own it. It's right. there. Maybe they, they're, they're waiting to release it. You know how I think. I don't think a hundred percent of Disney's property is on Disney Plus. I think some stuff they just like, oh, we're gonna sprinkle that in. Kind of like how WWE never do on a peacock. That they they got a Lex Luger documentary that they choose chose not to release yet. Like they they holding off on that for whatever reason. So yeah, but what now? Lex Luger documentary. Well, eh, mm, I don't know about that one. Uh, see, there we go. I don't, that there that that might not. I don't know. There we go. There we go. I'm, I mean, come on. I mean, come on, E. Come on. Come on. There we go. Come on, E. <laughs> come on. Uh, I, hey, man. I'm a Lex Luger fan, man. I'm sorry. I know. I know. I know. But you know, Lex. Lex kind of the total package, know. man. The best body in the business. <sighs> yeah. Okay. You did, man. You know. You did. Okay. You're right. saying, man. That that's what it was. That that's what it was, man. But, um, but yeah. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna let you know right now. Today, the September issue of Orange Phoenix Magazine will be released oh today. Boy. Oh boy, you get me. And I look at that cover, and that shit is fire. That is a fire cover, man. And trust me when I say this is one of the biggest issues, uh, ever. As far as page numbers, it is one of the biggest issues that we have. And it's going to be thoroughly enjoyable. I know it will. And um, I am looking into printing out some, get some physical prints as well. Uh, so, but yes, if you go to patreon.com forward slash orange Phoenix and subscribe for only $5 a month, you will get an issue each month. You hear me? Each month you will get an issue of orange Phoenix magazine. Currently the August edition is there. Now, the August edition will disappear and move to the $15 tier where all of the magazines from the past is in that $15 tier. But in the $5 tier, you get the current issue. So once the September issue comes out and gets released, the August issue moves down to the $15 tier with the archives and everything else. So also in that $15 tier, what I think is going to happen, we're going to put some more stuff in there as well. But 
yeah, Thanos Rick, man, patreon.com forward slash Orange Phoenix. I will be Twitch streaming tonight, twitch.tv forward slash Orange Phoenix TV. And there's a game that kind of caught my attention. It was for Dreamcast, and it's Soul Calibur 2. And we'll be playing that tonight. I, I did unlock some characters last night. I played some Power Stone last night, too, Thanos Rick. Just to let you know. Power Stone. Hmm. Okay. Yes, yes. Power Stone 2. I did play that along with some Soul Calibur. Um, we'll be playing Soul Calibur again tonight um, to unlock some more characters, probably do some missions and stuff like that. And, uh, oh, you know what? You know what? I may not do that. I may, I may play another game because I found it. I said it last night. If I find it and I find the English version of it, I will play the game. And that is Fire Pro Wrestling D for the Dreamcast. Fire Pro Wrestling. Do you remember Fire Pro Wrestling? Do you, do you know Fire Pro Wrestling, Thanos Rick? No, I don't. I'm going to tell you right now. Fire Pro Wrestling, the video game, is probably the most unique and innovative and creative wrestling games you can ever play. There's Fire Pro Wrestling World, which you can get on Steam. You can also get on PlayStation and Xbox. You can create your own theme music you can like there is websites where you can actually download ring art like the mat the turnbuckles and everything you have the you have entrance creator where you can actually set up pyro your lighting and all that you have a management mode where you can actually manage the promotion you have new japan pro wrestling wrestlers you have oh also just to let you know thanos rick say for instance you want undertaker over there you can you can there's an undertaker uh avatar you can load it you can save it and load it and put it on fire pro wrestling Shawn michaels you can move it over there you can actually add Shawn michaels theme music and all that good stuff it is that creative really yes fire pro wrestling has been around for a long time and fire pro wrestling has the ability to do that and you can actually go to websites and download it i, I had fire pro wrestling world on uh playstation and i had kitty omega john mosley i changed the names up i you know i did the edit character edits and it can easily grab a lot of your time but i'm gonna play the og uh fire pro wrestling d tonight and i saw juice and thunder liger and yes uh, yeah I'm, i'm gonna play that i'm gonna definitely play that play some good old pro wrestling man and there is twitch streams for fire pro wrestling as well so definitely knocking that out and um, I, I'm gonna do both. I'm gonna actually give you, I'm actually give you Soul Calibur and Fire Pro Wrestling tonight, since I won't be streaming later on. You know, for the rest of the week, we'll be doing that. Now, also, <clears throat> if you go to Facebook and you type in Orange Phoenix Geek Corner, join the great Facebook group page. Man, it's a good, good group page. A lot of positive energy, no negative energy whatsoever. We talk about things, we post memes, we have discussion yes. posts, we we have movie nights, we do all that. And I would say uh, the past few days for the Orange Phoenix tea sale was a success. Everything was 35% off. Yesterday was the last day. But listen, the shirts and designs are still cheap than any other place that you're going to go. You know, with graphic tees, you're spending like 30, 40 bucks. You know, literally, you know, the good graphic tees. You know what I'm saying? Not the ones yeah, you can, you know, you can buy and then you put in the washing machine a few times. The, the art going to like crack a little bit. Nah, not like that. Like the good tees. Even without the thirty five percent off, it's twenty. It's twenty bucks, and that's 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 good stuff. You can get it on a mug, you can get it on laptop cases, phone cases, and all that. If you follow Orange Phoenix Tees on Instagram, 
Go ahead and follow it and click on the link in the bio. You see all the designs that we have. And shout out uh, once again to Palmetto Championship Wrestling, PCW, here in the Metro Columbia and Irmo, South Carolina, man. I'm telling you right now, if you want to learn some wrestling, if you want to train, there is a Palmetto Wrestling Academy. You might want to go check that out. You might want to go train and, and become a professional wrestler. They got connections, man. And, and trust me when I say they will train you and they will train you well. And by the time they, you come out to the crowd, you're going to be wrestling some classics. You mean people going to look at you like you wrestled for 10 years. Do you want to go? You want to go train E? Do you want to go train? Yeah, Sounds like you do. You know, I, I, I thought I thought about it. You know what I'm saying? You know, I thought about being a ring announcer. thought about being a manager. You know, it'd be a fun thing, man. There's always I think it's a, a thing that I always uh been in the back of my mind, you know, be in front of a crowd and, and work it. And work the crowd a little bit. So so it, it's good deal, man. Palmetto Championship Wrestling, man. And November 6th is their next date for their event. And man, I'm telling you, they're gonna deliver. They're gonna deliver every single time, man. I'm planning on going. Plan on being there in the building. To let you know. So, yes, Palmetto Championship Wrestling, man. I, I was just, this whole wrestling weekend just got me into just a, a wrestling mood. You know what I'm saying? I was still high off of AEW All Out. I went back to watch the Lucha Brothers and, and Young Bucks uh, match. Uh, I, just, I can't get enough of that. I can't get enough of that match. Have you heard about any other uh, incomings, perhaps? <sighs> so, I've been hearing Braun Strowman impact i heard monoro suzuki is going to be in charlotte at pwx at the end of the month i heard he's going to be there the guy that showed up to face john mosley i heard he is going to be in charlotte so uh that's like october 2nd if i'm not mistaken so uh so that that's i heard braun Strowman might be going to impact i heard bray wyatt might be doing the same thing i'm not sure um but as of right now i think they got what they need right now. But I wouldn't turn down those special appearances. I wouldn't do I wouldn't do that. Okay. I think for right now they got what they need. And and they, they are on a high and it's just riding the wave. Okay. And I like it. And I dig it. I, I dig it. I dig it a great deal, man. But yes, man, that's our show for today. We will see you guys at 7 p.m. Eastern time, man. Dreamcast Roulette. We got Soul Calibur 2 and Fire Pro Wrestling. Now, Thanos Rick, now, are you going to catch the stream tonight? Yes. My man. My man. Thanos Rick's going to catch the stream tonight. You need to catch the stream as well, um, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, the, the Orange Phoenix Magazine will be released today today all right man i whoo boy i can't wait i can't wait to show y'all this this cover man this probably like the best issue yet i'm not even gonna lie to you i'm not even gonna lie to you in fact it's probably the best issue yet man i we can we can only get go up from here that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying but yeah man that's our show for the week but we'll see you at 7 p.m tonight until next time you got anything else for the listeners Hey man, Cowboys, let's go! Oh shit! Uh, man. I, anyway, I, 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 I'm you guys asking. have a good Tuesday. Hope it's productive, filled with love, peace, and blessings. And Dak Prescott. You know what? <laughs> That's what I say. I said it. I said it again. Fuck. <laughs>
Yo, we out. See y'all at seven. <laughs>